My name is Chad. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from lust and anger. I grew up with two loving parents that made our home feel safe and secure, and I lived a somewhat sheltered life. My parents made God and church the top priority. When I was eight years old, I understood that I was a sinner in need of a Savior. I prayed, Jesus, I want you to be my Lord and Savior, and I knew immediately I had salvation. I was baptized two weeks later, Easter Sunday, 1981. I met my future wife at work when I was 19. Instead of seeing her as a sister in Christ and an answer to my prayer, she became my idol for validation. I spent every moment I could with her while my time with the Lord completely vanished. I pushed physical boundaries with her, and because we didn't go all the way, I, just, I justified it as being okay. After the fact, I would be riddled with guilt and shame. I did not treat her like a daughter of Christ. We ended up dating for nine years. I said nine years before we got married. That's a red flag. <laughs> we also were visiting this new church called Watermark in 2000, and it took us seven years to become members. Again, a red flag. There was always a reason for this long lapse in years, whether it was we needed to be more stable with money or a house, things needed to be in order before we got married, or when it came to joining Watermark, it was too big or I just don't like these people. <laughs> just before getting married, uh, uh-oh, backtrack, those were two validations, women and uh, and, well, sorry. Hang on. Just before getting married, I became a fireman, which would be validation number three. There's two before that. When I went to work, I felt needed, and we were told that we were heroes. I would do anything I could to be at the fire station and would work extra shifts uh, or uh, work for other guys in overtime. This would put my marriage on the back burner. I remember telling my wife that she was lucky to be married to me. I actually said that to her. My pride and arrogance knew no bounds, and all throughout our marriage, my wife was begging me to become a spiritual leader in our home. She told me I needed to be the leader she was craving, but my response to her was always the same, well, just pray for me. Our arguments grew um, more often and with intensity. I would constantly point my finger at her and blame her for everything wrong in our marriage. After nine years of marriage, I suspected my wife was having an affair. After I confronted her, she asked me to move out in 2010. I moved into an apartment with a coworker and just poured myself into things that I thought would bring me validation and distract me from what was going on. While playing soccer, uh, I tore my ACL, which led to a surgery within 10 days and a staph infection five days later. The staph infection grew worse and eventually landed me in the ICU. This was my breaking point. This is where I finally cried out to God, and I told him I was done trying to do this on my own. I'm surrendering my life to you. Whatever you want from me, God, you've got it. A tremendous peace came over me, and I felt God's presence with me. I now say that I became a believer at age eight, but a follower of Jesus at age 38. Around this time, I was able to meet with a pastor here at Watermark. As he lovingly listened to me point my finger at my wife, and blame her for what was going on in our marriage. He opened his Bible to Genesis chapter 3, which is the story of Adam and Eve, and what we know as the fall. 
The pastor asked me to read it out loud while he asked me the same question several times. Where is Adam at in the story? We love to focus on Eve. After all, she's the one that took the fruit and ate it before giving it to her husband. But in reality, who was with her the whole time and should have been watching on guard and protecting her? It was Adam. The pastor pointed at me and said, that's you. You are Adam. You've been passive, you've been isolating, and you're not in the fight. You're blame-shifting like Adam instead of owning your part. I was told that I needed to draw the circle around myself and let Christ fix everything in it. We were encouraged to go to re-engage a marriage ministry here at Watermark. But by this point, I had done a lot of damage. Re-engage helped me to see that I had no godly men in my life. Immediately, God started putting godly men in my life. These men were holding me accountable, asking me deep questions. I didn't hesitate to share. They didn't hesitate to admonish, correct, and care for me. I started region around this time, but I would start and quit four times. Again, another red flag. I didn't have any big sin problems or addictions like all these other guys who attended. Uh, I was also fearful of being fully known. I was so wrapped up in what others thought of me and seeking their validation that I couldn't, uh, at the time, fully commit to the steps. And then through a message on Sunday morning here at Watermark, I came to the realization that I was acting out of pride. I felt like I didn't need regen, but this couldn't have been further from the truth. Eventually, a close friend of mine wanted to go to regen, so I started going to regen again with him. As I stuck with the steps for the first time, God started revealing things to me about myself and my sin patterns. Step four, inventory, was key for me. It revealed a common thread throughout my life of constantly seeking validation. <laughs> Seeing it on paper for the first time was eye-opening. Whether it was adoration from women, identity in sports, or my job, I was seeking validation from anything except my Lord Jesus Christ. As step four started to reveal my need for validation, and I started to remove those idols, I found myself running to pornography at age 40 for the first time in my life. At this point, I was exhausted. I was tired of hiding, tired of being a fraud. I confessed immediately to a close friend of mine and committed to live authentically and transparently with the men who were walking with me. The Lord revealed to me in Regen how much harm I had caused in my marriage and how I was so quick to write off people out of fear and would run when confronted in any way. What I learned is that there is no place I should seek validation outside of Christ and resting in what he had done for me. My worth and my value should only be found in him. Jeremiah 2.13 says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. After I completed Regen in 2016, I led my first group. The Lord continued to work on me as I walked the steps again with the guys in the group. A shift had started to change in me. For the first time, I began to see relationships not for what I could get out of them, but instead how I could love others through the relationships God was giving me. My wife and I did eventually get divorced in 2014 after four years of separation. Over the years, as I walked the steps, my heart started changing towards her. By God's grace, this last August, we were able to sit down and talk, confess, and ask forgiveness from each other. We both agreed that we had reconciled, we haven't restored the marriage yet, 
I'm hopeful we uh, will be remarried someday, Lord willing. But whether my marriage is restored or not, my identity is no longer validated in our relationship, but on the finished work of Christ on the cross. I can trust that God is in control. I always stuck to this verse when uh, hard times came up, Romans 8, 18, which says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. I'm now leading again as a step group leader with my friend Curtis, one of the faithful men who's walked with me for years, since the beginning. Every week I get to confess to my group and be open and honest with them about where I'm struggling. I have a group of men who are always a phone call away when I need to talk. Having believers in Christ around me has been a huge part of my recovery. I'm also experiencing what it means to love God and love others, not just here on Monday nights, but in other various ministries where I serve in Dallas. If this is your first time here, welcome. Make a commitment tonight that you'll keep coming and seek the Lord. Through him, change is possible. He can change your heart like he has changed mine. All you have to do is surrender to him. Regen cannot fix you, but Jesus Christ can. My name is Chad. I have a new life in Christ. I'm covering from lust and anger. And to God be all the glory.